today on Locked On Los Angeles Kings, we've got something we haven't had for quite some time, actual news. Sure, it might not be Kings news, but it's still news anyway. We've got that today on the show on Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Sarah. I'm your host. And like I said at the top of the show, we've got news. Now, I didn't really specify what kind of news it was. It is largely AHL news. So if you thought maybe the Kings were doing something wild, I'm sorry. I kind of lied. But we've still got news anyway. I guess there is a little bit of actual Kings news today because... Congratulations are in order to defenseman Matt Roy. He got married over the weekend to his longtime girlfriend slash fiance slash now wife. They were married in Michigan in a ceremony that gave me anxiety because it it was a lot of people and I haven't seen a lot of people together in quite some time. But congratulations to Matt Roy and to his wife, Lindsay. Uh, Best of luck and best wishes for the the future and your lives together. We'll be excited to see Matt Roy back whenever uh, hockey starts again. But now on to the actual hockey news on the ice news. We've got, like I said, a bunch of minor league news today. No, there's still no announcement of a head coach for the Ontario Reign that has basically had nothing leak out into the public ever since the Kings decided not to renew Mike Stoddard's contract for the coming season. There's been lots of speculation, lots of names tossed around as to who could fill that role, but so far, nothing. Just, just dead silence. And you know, unlike NHL coaching vacancies where you kind of wait to see who gets shuffled around and who winds up where and who gets fired at the end of the season and all that stuff, AHL coaching is kind of a different uh, a different animal altogether. And I guess if you're you're someone who is definitely on the bandwagon of, you know, let's hire coaches who aren't the same 31 guys who keep getting jobs, I feel like the AHL might be the place for you to see some interesting moves happening. I don't think the Kings are going to get creative. I think they're going to find someone with head coaching experience and uh, especially someone who maybe has a lot of skill in working with younger players. I think that is really going to be a priority of theirs, but no news at all. No hints, no nothing as to who could possibly be filling that role for the Kings. They of course have a ton of time to figure it out. Assuming that the NHL and the AHL both start on a delayed schedule, that means there's going to be even more time to find out who is going to be behind the bench, but no news on the coaching front but the Reign will have their captain back this coming season. Brett Sutter officially re-signed with the Ontario Reign. This will be his sixth season with the Reign. He's been captain for the past three. Presumably he'll be captain again this year. He has been with the Reign long enough that he is owner of lots of records in franchise history. He is first in Reign history in games played with 275, first in goals with 69, first in assists with 79, and first in overall points with 148. So Brett Sutter is going to continue his time with the Ontario Reign. He has definitely been someone who has played a big role for that team, not necessarily on the score sheet, although he is clearly the owner of lots of records, but as someone who has been a great role model as a veteran player and as someone, you know, from a storied hockey family, he is someone who has been really great for all of the young guys coming in and 
with the rain probably going to be very young again next season with a lot of pretty highly touted prospects making the jump to the pros and most likely being assigned to the AHL. I think it's even more crucial than ever to have someone at that level who can be that role model, who can be the guy to help guide these young guys, the Alex Turcotts and Tyler Maddens in the world of being a pro. And really, I think there's no one better than Brett Sutter to continue doing that. He is someone who has been recognized by the AHL, by the rain for his sportsmanship, for his dedication to hockey, and has just been overall a really great leader for that team. So excited to see the Brett Sutter will be back with the rain this coming season. In ECHL news, no, the Kings still don't have a franchise of their own there either, but it's probably a good bet that their relationship with the Fort Wayne Comets is going to continue next season. Again, that's also assuming that there's an ECHL season next year, because who knows how that's going to turn out. I feel like that league more so than the AHL is really dependent on gate revenue of people coming in through the doors. And so seeing what happens with the ECHL is going to be really interesting because there has been really nothing from that league in regards to plans to return to play next season. But looking at the ECHL's Fort Wayne Comets, Mason Berg has signed with them for next season. He was on an AHL contract last year, had signed with the Reign, but split his time mostly between the AHL and ECHL last season, spent a lot of time with Fort Wayne and was a pretty reliable player for them. He scored 10 goals and 9 assists in 29 games with the Comets. While he was up with the rain, he scored 2 goals and 1 assist in 25 games. The ECHL has, I feel like, even more weird roster turnover than the NHL, so having someone guaranteed to be back who did a lot for that team and helped carry them offensively in the games that he played with them, I think will be really good for Fort Wayne, and there's always the option to loan him to the AHL if the rain were to happen to need another body or or whatever. I wouldn't expect there to be too many signings for the rain this year. It's possible that the Kings do what they've done in the past where they sign some depth guys who could fill roles on the Kings if needed, but primarily will probably be in the AHL to be that sort of veteran presence who could come up and play in the NHL if if there happened to be a need for that. Like I said, overall, the Reign are probably going to be very young. They've got lots of pro signings, guys like Cole Haltz, Alex Dracott, Tyler Madden, plus a bunch of guys out of juniors like Akil Thomas, Jacob Ingham, who have the option of going to the AHL because they will meet the age requirement of being 20 years old or above. They could also go back to juniors for their overage season, uh, and that is something that doesn't necessarily have to even happen right away. We saw that last season with Marcus Phillips, who went to the AHL, spent most of his time in the ECHL instead, and then eventually returned to juniors to play out the remainder of his overage season in the OHL. So we've got a lot of guys, a lot of roster spots to fill in the AHL, plus you've got players like Rasmus Kupari, who will be back from his knee injury. You know, there's only a limited number of roster spots in the NHL. So players like Jared Anderson Dolan could be someone who's going to go back and forth again, like he did this past year. So we've got a lot of really young guys, some guys with a little more experience under their belt than others, and not a whole lot of roster spots left. We'll do a deeper dive into prospects and players in the Kings system as the summer and offseason 2.0 drags on. Uh, so we'll get a little more in depth into looking at who's going to be playing where and what spots still need to be filled by the Kings. But really, 
much as we're not going to be expecting any big signings at the NHL level, maybe the one thing that gets tossed around a lot is an experienced defenseman to play. But, you know, we're not talking superstars. We're not talking like the Tory Krugs of the world. We're talking like, again, like the Ben Huttons of the world of players who will be fine and will be serviceable and can help provide that experience on the blue line. But we're not, the Kings aren't going to be breaking the bank to bring in some kind of big name player. But we'll take a look at the guys that are in the system, not quite top 25 under 25, but taking a look at the younger players and who's going to be filling out the rosters in which league once hockey does come back for, you know, us. We do have some NHL news, and that is that Nikolai Prohorkin will not be coming back to the Kings next season. He signed a two-year contract in the KHL, so he will not be coming back to the Kings. He was a restricted free agent at the close of this season, but clearly never quite reached his potential in the NHL. He'd have those moments, those flashes of, you know, seeing a player who's putting the whole game together and, you know, has good hands, has good feet, but just couldn't do it consistently enough at a high enough level to really kind of justify his spot. And so he probably saw a little bit of the writing on the wall. He spent so much time last season as a healthy scratch and probably figured if he resigned with the Kings, that was what his destiny was for next season as well. So he will be returning to Russia in 43 games with the Kings. He scored four goals and 10 assists. His KHL rights were actually previously held by St. Petersburg, where he played previously. He scored 41 points in 41 games in the 2018-19 season before he came over to North America. His rights were trade to Metallurg in June, and they were confident that Nikolai Prohorkin would be returning to Russia. All of their quotes from their GM and their management in announcing this rights trade said that they basically specifically went out to look for a Russian player who was going to be returning to Russia next season. So, they had assurances essentially that Prohorkin was going to be going back home. And while it was just made official now because of legal reasons, and I assume that many of those legal reasons were the fact that he was still technically under contract with the Kings, uh, this has been expected for at least the past month or so. And, you know, even barring that announcement of the uh, rights being traded last month, I think that most of us probably would not have been surprised if you told us in like March that Nikolai Verhorkin would not be back. So that is one more roster spot open on the Kings. That is one more spot for one of those young guys to claim. And hopefully they don't spend as much time uh, on the bench or, you know, sitting in the press box or wherever uh, as Verhorkin did during his time with the Kings. So let's look forward to the future here because we are getting back on track with more frequent shows and more frequent hockey news and updates. Over the next couple of weeks here on Locked on Los Angeles Kings, we've got some cool stuff coming up. First up later this week, I'm going to be talking with Trey Matthews, who is one of the newest hosts here on the Locked on Network. He is the host of Locked on Devils. He and I had a great conversation revisiting the 2012 Stanley Cup matchup between our two teams and looking at what went right for the Kings, what went wrong for the Devils and the paths that both teams took to get to the Stanley Cup. So that is coming up later this week. Also, as play starts, we're going to be following along with X-Kings still in the playoffs. So, you know, if you have a soft spot in your heart for 
the bromance of Tyler Toffoli and Tanner Pearson. Well, friends, you're going to hear all about them over the coming weeks, as long as the Canucks are still in the playoffs. And if you, like me, somehow managed to block out the Alec Martinez trade, like I saw a video of him that Vegas posted promoting wearing masks and he wore a face mask in his press conference with Vegas. And I was just like, wow, my brain really protected me from this trade because I forgot all about it until I see him in some sort of Vegas media. So we'll be talking about him. Any other guys who played for the Kings who are still in the playoffs, we'll be tracking them as hockey goes on. I've also been chatting with some of my fellow hosts from the Locked On Network about why Kings fans should root for their teams. And some of these are going to be a little harder than others because do Kings fans really want to root for the Coyotes? I think the answer is no, but we'll be taking a look. I've got some great guests lined up over the next couple weeks before play starts to share their cases for Kings fans joining the bandwagon. And then of course, we do have the draft to look forward to in October, allegedly. And I'm going to be talking with some people who have had the good fortune to watch Quentin Byfield and to watch Tim Sutzla uh, play and to really dig into their styles of play and their strengths and their weaknesses. And we'll spend some time chatting with them to kind of help you guys prep for the big decision that Rob Blake and his team are going to need to make once we get down to the draft. So that is what I've got lined up in the near future for you guys. I would love to hear from you about what you want to hear on this show as we continue through this uh, long, long period of no hockey. So you can always reach out to me on Twitter. You can find me at Right Said Sarah, or you can find the show at Locked on LA Kings. You can also email me if you have thoughts that are longer than, you know, a tweet, Locked on LA Kings at gmail.com. Let me know what you are interested in hearing about. If there's players you want to learn more about, prospects you want to learn more about, draftable guys, let me know. I will reach out to experts. If there's guests you would like to have on the show, tell me who you want to hear from and I will see what strings I can pull and who I can ask very nicely to try to get on the show. So thanks so much for listening today as we update you on the world of the AHL and the ECHL as we review their latest news. Make sure you're subscribed to the show if you haven't already so that way you get all the cool content that I have coming up for you. Go hit subscribe in whatever podcast app you are listening to this show in. We are available basically everywhere podcasts are found. So Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you want, whatever you got, we're there. So go hit subscribe and make sure you tell a friend all about it. If you've got someone in your life who likes the Kings, get them to listen to this show. If you like what you're hearing here, leave a rating or a review on your podcast platform of choice. That definitely helps more people find out about us and the more listeners, the greater the show is going to be because the more weird questions I get from all of you to answer on this here show. Now that we're done here, go ahead and click on over to Locked on NHL over there. We're going to be previewing the playoffs all week long. We've got guests from all across the Locked on Network to talk to us about their teams and what they've got in store for the playoffs once hockey starts. So that is Locked on NHL, wherever podcasts are found. That's it for today. Until next time, this is Locked on Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.